Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, hang out for a second. I have a big announcement. Yeah, coming up this Friday on the After Party Podcast with me and Kimberly, it's part one of our special year-end shows about the 1980s. We're going year by year, talking about news events, music, movies, pop culture, all the things from the 1980s, starting with 1980, 1981, and 1982, this Friday, December 1. But the only way you can listen is by subscribing to the After Party level on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Show. So don't miss out. Again, go to bobseskashow.com or patreon.com slash Show. Choose the After Party and Shadow Docket level, enter your information, and you're all set. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast, and now let the cartoons begin. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. Hi, this is Yoko. I want to wish you and your family a very happy holiday season. Give peace a chance. I love you. The Bob Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, November 30, 2023, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi there, I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 1044 of the Biden-Harris administration, 340 days until the 24th presidential election. You can find me on threads and Instagram, the Bob Seska, Twitter, Bob Seska underscore go. Our Patreon page is bobseskashow.com. You know that. You also know those two people. They're the goth ninjas. Yeah. It is Jody Hamilton. She is the executive producer of the Stephanie Miller Show. StephanieMiller.com, also patreon.com slash Stephanie Miller Show. David Ferguson, we call him T-Rex sometimes. His music project is Astral Summer, astralsummer.bandcamp.com. Yeah, and so uh, Goth Ninjas, our uh, technical issues from last week have continued over until this week, right? Right. Really? That was, that was, those were left over because they felt like brand new fuckery to me. Yeah, it always <laughs> is. It always is something because we're all just test pilots with this internet technology. That's all we're doing here. Just trying to use the internet. Okay, we're, we're not going to dwell on all that shit. You know why? We've got a big event happening on tomorrow's After Party. The first of our 80s shows on the After Party. Whee! Start tomorrow. We're going year by year, all the way through the 80s, talking about news events, music, pop culture, movies, TV shows, what we were doing in the 80s and why, uh, why the hell it is we're talking about the 80s in the first place. Yeah, that all starts tomorrow on the Patreon page, and you have to be subscribed to the after-party level 
because of course the 80s shows will be the after party for the next three weeks yeah so it's 80 81 82 tomorrow next week 83 84 85 and then 86 through 89 the final after party of the year so there you go everyone's invited patreon.com slash bob seska show be there as they used to say on nbc in the 80s so there it is so let's start here let's start out with uh elon musk's cheese filing for divorce from his cracker is what's going on with elon musk and it all happened in public on this uh deal book summit event with andrew ross sorkin who i always want to call aaron ross sorkin no, they're not even related. I know. They're completely two different people. But for some reason, every time I see Andrew Ross Sorkin, I want to say Aaron Ross Sorkin. But uh, first, let's start here. Elon Musk sitting down with Andrew Ross Sorkin and saying that his advertisers can go fuck themselves. The other thing is, is he looks exhausted. He looks pasty. I mean, pastier than usual. Looked a little bit sweaty. He was slurring his words. Let's listen to him talking about how his advertisers can go fuck themselves. If you've decided that you don't want to pay an anti-Semite money to advertise on a dying platform, well, then you can go fuck yourselves. Obviously, you know that there's a public perception that, and and you're clarifying this now, um, but there's a public perception that that was part of a apology tour, if you will. That this had been said online. I was talking about his trip to Israel. That's what he's talking about here. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail wait. me, wait. <laughs> what? What are you going to say? Did you not just become the Lucky Charms elf for a second there? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He was like, don't advertise. Leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You hope... Uh, don't advertise. Oh, yeah. You don't I want see. them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. Oh, so he's calling it blackmail. He's saying that anyone, yeah, who, anyone who doesn't want to advertise on Twitter is blackmailing Elon Musk. That's a great this way to describe the free dude. enterprise. Yeah, exactly. Really? That's the that's all invisible hand, y'all. Yeah. you're all so crazy about. So essentially, if this show, if the Bob Seska show, does not advertise on Twitter, we are blackmailing Elon Musk. Is that what we're doing here? Well, that's fine with me. I'm happy to blackmail Elon Musk by not paying him, and I hope lots yeah. of other people uh, blackmail him as well. If that's how we're describing this, advertiser boycotts. Yeah, it's blackmailing. But. Oh, yeah. The, the other thing about this, let's be clear, just that, that long pregnant pause right there. Here's what's going on. Every, hello, lady, hello. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, every time you hear that silence is Elon Musk mugging to the audience as though yeah. they're somehow going to come to his rescue. And they do not. They absolutely they don't bother. There's just crickets chirping. It's just this is every time Elon Musk thinks that he's made a funny. 
Let's get back into this here. But then what comes yeah. after that yeah. is like the verbal equivalent of someone dumping an entire can of Tinker Toys down the, you know, like, I mean, it was a truly amazing <laughs> noise, non-word salad at yeah. minute 114. Right. So let's get there by all means, because it really does. It's like, I think I could, if I could get this like 3D printed, I could put it around the trees in my front yard for Christmas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's that like Rococo yeah. and like, mm-hmm. go, go. Go. Go fuck yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. Hey, Bob. He's such- in the audience. He's talking, he's talking to Bob Iger, the chairman and CEO of Disney. Tell him uh-huh. to go fuck himself. stopped advertising. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, oh, yeah. No, he's blackmailing Elon Musk is what he's doing, Jody. Okay. <laughs> well, let me ask you then. That's how I feel. Don't uh, advertise. He, how do you think then about the economics of, of X, if, 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 if part of the underlying model, at least today, and maybe it needs to shift, maybe the answer is it needs to shift away from advertising. Um, if, if you believe that this is the one part of your business where you will be beholden to those who uh, have this view, what do you do? F Y. Wow. I understand that, but there's a reality too, right? Yes. No, no. I, I, I mean, Linda no, Yaccolino's right here, and she's got to sell advertising. Uh, absolutely. So, um, no, no, totally. So, so no, no, actually, what, what this... Wait, 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 what was that? You can do so... You, oh, my God. The problem is, is he thinks he's such a, like, movie gangster. Yeah. That he could be, he can just throw out the, but why not? <laughs> and then it will, like, stop the room in its tracks. But then when he doesn't get the throw, yeah. he's like, that's right. <laughs> Not doing it. I yeah. got I gotta hear this. I mean, again. Do you know, like roll it back and you, you know there was a moment where he, he said, Oh God, okay, so just listen. Saying, Here it is. Here it is. She's got to sell advertising. Uh, absolutely. So, um, no, no, totally. So, so no, no. Actually, what what this advertising boycott is <laughs> is uh, is, is going to do? It's it's going to kill the company. It's going to kill the company turns to the crowd, total silence. And so that was the first one. That's just the first one. I've got two more clips here. He continues on. No, actually, what, what this advertising boycott is, uh, is, is going to do, it's, it's going to kill the company. And? And do you think that the company... And the whole world will know <laughs> that those advertisers killed the company, and we will document it in great detail. Okay, pause. What, what is he t- what what is he talking pause. about? In those tiny, he killed it, the company. Yes. In those tiny ten cent two second details, everyone's like, like it's, it's like he's like, and it will and he's working like what? Kill? He's like, kill him like me? The world? He's like, the world. And the world of what? Like, I wanna swipe he's like he's seriously those pauses. There's such freak out potential in between each yeah. one. Like play him back again. Just he's, that little bit. He's just he's very confused. That those advertisers killed the company, and we will document it in great detail. But there are those advertisers, I imagine, are going to say they're going to say we didn't kill the company. Oh yeah, they're going to say tell it to tell it to Earth. <laughs> tell it to Earth. <laughs> wow. Hey yeah. Earth, it was really Bob Iger and Disney. Blame it on the rain. Falling, <laughs> uh, falling. Does he seriously believe? There is going to be a global uprising against the advertisers because Twitter shut down due to Elon Musk's vast and well-documented incompetence. 
Is that what he's expecting? Because, good God, someone needs to take the drugs away from him. Like, it's very, very rare that I get such vivid... Uh, do you guys get synesthesia in anything, any form? Do you, like, hear sounds or, like, see ideas or... Um, yeah, I mean, I visualize things in my head sometimes, yeah. Yeah. My synesthesia of, like, his talking is, like, two 8-bit spiders, like, wrestling and falling down a set of stairs. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it's bit spiders, yeah. Yeah, like, really brightly colored ones, but they're just like... It's just like... Yeah. They're just tumbling down the stairs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, let's, let's continue. There's more. There's still more. But they're going to say that... They're going to say, Elon, that you killed the company because you said these things and that they were inappropriate things and that they didn't feel comfortable on the platform, right? That's, see, that's and, what and they're going to say. And let's see how Earth responds to that. <laughs> what? So let me, okay, this, then this goes back to... We'll, the, uh, we'll both make our cases. Yeah. Right. And we'll see what the outcome is. <laughs> what are the economics of that for you? I mean, you, you have enormous resources, so you can actually keep this company going for a very long time. Would you keep it going for a long time if there was no advertising? I mean, if the company fails because of an advertised boycott, it will fail because of an advertised boycott, and that will be what bankrupted the company, and that's what everybody on Earth will know. No. Oh. That was a hell of a bit of a word salad right there. Yep. Let's hear that again. See if you can decipher what he's saying right here. And that will be what bankrupted the company, and that's what all, yep. everybody on right. Earth will know. Right there. I don't what do you think understand any of that. And that's what everybody on Earth will know. It just, he's uh, saying uh, that, like, the, he's like saying, when you take away their favorite toy, the peasants <laughs> will rise up and come for you, little man. Yeah. Oh, okay, I get it now. All right. They will get off their pasty <laughs> sure. cottage cheese thighs yeah. and come storming through the gates. He is, and, yeah. oh my God, he is, like, more delusional than a Christopher Guest movie character. He thinks that there's going to be this massive uprising of people who right. are still loyal to Twitter Earth. somehow. Earth will no. rise up. Yeah, the earth. It reminds me of uh, that Norm Macdonald joke where he's talking about Hitler going to war against the world. Right. He kind of thinks that the world is going to defend him somehow. Do you have trust, though? Then it'll I... be gone. And it'll be gone because of an advertised boycott. But, but you recognize that some of those people are going to say that they didn't feel comfortable on the platform. Exactly. And I, I, wonder, I just wonder and ask you, and think about that for a Tell second. Tell it to the judge. But the, but the judge is going to be... The judge is the earth, is what he said. Oh, okay. Tell All it right. to earth. Because when earth adjudicates this issue, earth is going to line up with me, by the way. This guy has... To my death squads, when they come to your house <laughs> at 4 a.m., <laughs> man with the Kalishnikov grenades... And then 16s. Save it for them, all right? <laughs> Such a colossal god complex. I mean, uh, I. So That's just as my idea of a joke. A joke. <laughs> the judge is the public. And you think that the public is going to say that, that Disney is making a mistake? Yes. And they're going to boycott <laughs> Disney? They already are. People who are boycotting Disney are doing it because women are leading some of their movies. Right. That's why God people. Forbid. Yeah, exactly. It's the anti woke, anti social justice warrior nonsense yeah. from a bunch of neck bearded incels in their parents' basement. Has nothing to do with Disney boycotting advertising on Twitter, for God's sake. Boy, he really thinks 
that all he's of those. He's the be all and end all. He's the bee's knees. <laughs> exactly. He's the cat's meow. Yeah. He thinks that all of these like bro science weirdos who just like mainline the Joe Rogan show are just going to line up and defend him and go after all of these advertisers who don't want to give their money to an anti-Semite, a proud anti-Semite at that. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so here is the uh, third and final clip in all of this. This is Elon Musk talking about his friend Aaron Ross Sorkin. I'm sorry, Andrew Ross Sorkin. And yeah. calling him the wrong name like I do. But this isn't even close. He refers to Andrew Ross Sorkin as Jonathan. What? What? <laughs> I know. Here we go. Let's, <laughs> let's listen to this. So I will certainly not pander. And, and Jonathan, like, the only reason I'm here is because you are a friend. Yeah, you're a friend. Oh, not a good friend, apparently. Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> you're such a good friend. I can't even remember your goddamn name. Isn't that right, Are you Jonathan? sure he's got a light minerals in Greenland? <laughs> It's like Shut that. Up. Greenland is a strategic yeah, yeah. place up there, uh, and uh, they got a lot of valuable minerals. Shut up. I don't want to predict an outcome. I'm just saying the president, who knows a thing or two about buying real estate, I can smell it. wants to take a look I, at I low interest rates, no inflation, virtually no inflation, Chuck Todd. So I. <laughs> Chuck Todd. He was Dana Perino. Yeah. Or, yeah, wasn't it? It was Dana Perino. I, I, I don't think know. it was Dana Perino. All I know, it wasn't now, Chuck Todd. <laughs> while I've got you, a Christmas classic. <laughs> I'll be home. <laughs> I know. You can smell the spiked the eggnog. Martini, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's hear this one more time. So I will certainly not pander. And, and Jonathan, like, the only reason I'm here <laughs> is because you are a friend. You're a friend, Jonathan. Like, oh, what was my speaking Andrew, fee? Whatever. You, you're not making was, any... Hey, first exactly. of all, I'm Andrew, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's okay. First of all, first of all, I'm Andrew, by the way, you numbskull. Uh, second of all, we've known each other for a very and long I, time. I so created billions, um, thank you. Jesus Christ. There's the guy who wants to be your latex salesman. Yeah. Yeah, you know what the sound is? If you listen carefully, you can hear the sound of millions of people running over to threads right now. I mean, it is there is a tragic side to all of this. I mean, Twitter was this massive global communications platform that everyone was using. And when I say everyone, I mean every important person in the world had a Twitter account and was engaged with that Twitter account. And now this guy's taking it over to turn it into his own little playpen where he can get together with all of his other bro science weirdos. Little 8chan class. Yeah, his anti-Semitic, yeah. uh, you know, Jew-hating, neck-bearded assholes. Mm -hmm. And that's Elon Musk's uh, constituency. And that's who he thinks is going to come and defend him in the face of these advertiser boycotts. Well, you think they're going to come running back to Elon Musk now that he's told them to go fuck themselves? <laughs> I don't. No. I don't think so. Although, if I put my cynical cap on, I imagine, oh, you know what? They're going to wait this out. They're going to wait a few weeks until the... And they did that with, yeah. the, oh, I'm not going to advertise for Republicans and shit. You know, they're going to wait it out. Yeah, they always yeah. do. But Twitter is dying, so go to Threads, kids. Go to Spoutable yeah. better. Um, go to the others, you know. Yeah, just... and enjoy Threads for now because eventually Threads will uh, start throttling political content. And I'm just... <laughs> fully bearing down and preparing for that. But as you know, Linda Yaccarino, the CEO of Twitter, 
has to run in and clean up Elon's mess every time he sticks his face in it, right? And she's not very good at it either. She swooped in to tell us what we saw was uh, totally normal. That, that What we just listened to, absolutely normal. She Played said here, like that for weeks. Yeah. She said, today Elon Musk gave a wide-ranging and candid interview at DealBook <laughs> 2023. He also offered an apology, an explanation, and an explicit point of view about our position. Well, that's one way to put it. Another way to put it is, he told your advertisers to go fuck themselves. Yeah. She continues on by saying, X is enabling an information independence that's uncomfortable for some people. That's a great way to, that's euphemism for anti-Semitism. I'm sorry our anti-Semitism platforming Nazis is uncomfortable for some people. Huh. We're in a platform that allows people to make their own decisions. And here's my perspective when it comes to advertising. X is standing at a unique and amazing intersection of free speech and Main Street. Oh, please. Holy God. And the X community is powerful and is here to welcome you. She must be making so much money. I'm imagining her in a like a gladiator's outfit, yeah. like all the fluorescent foam, like you know, standing <laughs> at the entrance of the Thunderdome as she says this. Yeah, dying inside, wondering why the hell she took this job. No, she's not wondering. He's paying her a boatload of fucking money, and that's why she's selling her soul. The X community is powerful and is here to welcome you, unless you're a Jew. That's essentially this. Oh. I'm just yeah. finishing the sentence for her. No, I, she didn't really say that, but the last part about the Jew Oh, thing, she meant it. Yeah, right. That's what she meant. To our partners who believe in our meaningful work, thank you. Oh, please. Well, isn't that a nice bit of triaging a massive screw-up by your guy who's writing your paycheck? Yeah, I mean, Linda is that person who follows the parade elephants scooping up their shit off the street with the big pooper what? scooper thing. show business? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's what, I mean, Elon Musk walks down the street in a parade taking giant poops right there in the middle of the street, and then Linda Yaccarino has to run up with this pooper scooper and scoop it all up, clean it all up. And that's what she's doing here. And it's not working, by the way, because everyone expects that when Elon Musk erupts in some sort of shit show dumpster fire... That, okay, well, here comes Linda Yaccarino to fix everything, or at least try desperately to fix what Elon Musk just did. So, like, over under, how long until Twitter is just absolutely dead, Jody? I mean, is it uh, six months, a year, less? I'm going, because he bought it, what, in April of last year? Yeah, it was, uh, it's, he took over, like, what, November 1 of 2022. Okay, so he's had it for a year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give, because, yeah, the original purchase was going to be in April of last year. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to go with April of next year. Okay. April 2024. What do you think, David? Yeah. <laughs> when does Twitter finally oh, I don't think you pull, I don't think you, yeah, it'll be around until at least after the election. Because of all the potential it offers for election interference. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the risk of looking <clears> like uh, John Cusack in Say Anything, standing there holding the boombox... Yeah, I get the sense that at some point, maybe within the next year, the investors of Twitter are going to pull out or insist on selling the platform to someone else. Oh, who Bob. I, I hope. <laughs> Don't even go there. Uh, oh, we could buy it. Yeah. Bats and monkeys will fly out of your ass and give you a ride to the moon. <laughs> well, well, okay, why do you think someone's not going to try to buy Twitter at its very lowest? 
Justin Timberlake will do it. He bought he bought uh, MySpace. Let's do it, Justin. Come on. Yeah. I mean, what about like Jeff Bezos buying it? Because it's yeah. just so much better to start with a whole new infrastructure where you don't. No, have to, no, no, no. There's infrastructure is there. You don't have to build it like Chris Boozy had to build Spoutable. Yeah. And even uh, Zuckerberg had to kind of build Threads, even though they had some infrastructure. No, this is already there. Go yeah. in, get it for. F- 15 billion kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. all you'd have to do, I, I'm sure there's a way to reverse engineer or revert back to Twitter yeah. as of a certain date, almost like you would with, if, if you're using Windows computers, you can revert your computer status to some time in the past, like before. Oh, you can do it on Apple, I'll let you guys have this little... <laughs> party about bringing back Twitter from the dead. I'm not saying but that I, I just, want it to come back. I've I'm never saying, loved it, but I'm just saying I, I'm going to lie down until the end. We begin the next segment. That's all I'm no, saying. No, I mean, no, the thing is, is if somebody <laughs> buys it, David, somebody doesn't have to start over. Yeah. They can yeah. just go back before pre-Elon and then do it better than Jack did it. Well, just remember, the value of Twitter is its user base. That's the thing that Elon Musk will never understand, that it's not the back end. It's not the tech side of Twitter that makes Twitter a thing. It is the phenomenal number of users, even now, who are still on there. And I think if it gets so untenable, and obviously Elon Musk is, well, he's gone bye-bye at this point. So yeah. at some point, those investors, and there are investors, including Saudis and, and many other uh, investment groups, who have money, big money, pumped into this failing, janky piece of shit. And eventually, they're going to go, all right, enough already. Get Elon mm-hmm. out of there and just hit revert on everything. Because yeah. he's not, whatever he's been doing, hasn't been making Twitter any money. Is it? In fact, everything that it's he has done money. has lost. Yeah, it's lost a colossal amount of money. And so, if you're an investor in that platform, you're going to want to figure out some way to wiggle out of this mess. And I think that I don't think Twitter is going to die. I think Twitter is going to get sold and then restored. That's I'm making that bold prediction, and I'm going to own that goddamn prediction, David Ferguson. I say to you, sir. <laughs> Oh, is he napping? Is he napping now? Is he? He's asleep. He's protesting at this point, David. <laughs> <laughs> David, David, wake up! I'm gonna go to David, I'm gonna go to a commercial break now. Man. What <laughs> is he dreaming about? Beautiful man? Is that what you said? <laughs> the naked planet of beautiful man. <laughs> yes. Um... <laughs> Well, you know, at the I very just, I mean, yeah. when in the history of man and God and the you know, the invisible hand of the proctology of the free market uh, has anything ever gone back to being the way it was? Uh, the proctology of the free market is the title of this show. Yeah, I think so. Thank you, Jody. I mean, the invisible proctologist of the free market. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, new Coke, remember that a whole big deal? I do. Yeah. When they turned it into corn syrup Coke and it never tasted the same again. I feel like anything that you, I mean, it's just like, let Twitter be MySpace. Just okay. let. Bill Cosby promoted new Coke, so there's that. I'm just trying to talk you guys. <laughs> no, we're bringing Cosby into this. But you're the- refusing yeah. to believe that it's actually dead, and it's walking yeah. around all stinky. 
Yeah. But like, okay, let's go to the next segment. Let's take a break. Let's even listen to some <laughs> well, ads. Wait, wait, for what, God's what, are you, sake. what are you doing? What are you? Hang on a second. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I'm not anxious for Twitter to be its former self. I'm just saying that from a business perspective, here's the likely outcome of what's going to happen to Twitter. And I don't think it's, mm. I don't think it's not, it's not me. I mean, I've set it up as being something silly with me, with the John Cusack boom box, et cetera. But in all seriousness, I think that is a very reasonable uh, prediction as far as what happens to this platform. Because, I mean, it, do you really think if those you investors... Keep going, I'm going to eat this entire bottle of Tylenol. <laughs> I don't know what... <laughs> well, I, mean, I, just, I, just, I just feel like it's like... It's just like that abusive ex that you're like, well, you know, they've had a lobotomy um, and they went to rehab and got their nose fixed. And every, I mean, just I don't think tr- Twitter was. So, ever so what is what, what is going to happen to it? Uh, oh, Karnak, a new thing please will tell happen. us a new thing. A new platform will happen that we haven't even figured out. Well, yet. no, there it's are new it. platforms popping up all the time. Spoutable threads, yeah, et cetera. Yeah, but the right one hasn't quite. But wait, no, what happens to Twitter itself? Twitter is a business that is owned becomes, by people it, and with a staff and a headquarters. What happens to all that stuff? If things continue to disintegrate, that's all I'm asking. Ask the people at Snapchat. At Snapchat, what happened to Snapchat? Exactly. What are they doing? They were the biggest thing <laughs> in the world. I don't. I, I don't understand what your point is. What happened at Snap? That it, yeah, they're just in a, did they're it not, go away? They'll just be a bunch of digital refugees. Yeah. <laughs> Snapchat did, did Snapchat die and go away? Is that it? Yeah. It's well, just like it was going to be the biggest thing in the world, and now it's like you know bottom five hundred of. You know, apps. Okay. I, I didn't realize that because I don't use Snapchat. I but never used it. So I never did either because it hit the uncanny valley. Yeah. All those little singing, weird distortions of people's faces. Snapchat is a, has a very short history compared to Twitter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Twitter's been around for but quite some Twitter time now. Twitter could have just been exactly that. If yeah. it hadn't had the application flexibility that it did, yeah. it could have just been another Snapchat. Okay. Or if something cooler had come along. That's what I'm telling y'all. I mean, yay, tech billionaires, whatever. Someone's always going to have an, another platform with some incrementally more interesting thing or mm-hmm. way of doing it. Yeah. And you just have to let it happen. Right, right. I've, I just remember like- But you, you know, know, you know, it, like MySpace still exists, right? I mean, there is still a website called yeah, MySpace. Yeah, but you don't that care about are, it. I know, no you one cares like, about it. But I'm just home. saying, I think you're well, misinterpreting what I'm saying. I'm not talking about my personal loyalty to Twitter and my desire for it to come back. I'm talking- talking about what happens to it as a business and it becomes the mall the white people used to go to okay yeah but still In i don't think town. elon Musk did you, wait 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 let me correct that because i okay. do not mean that as like because black twitter is an amazing group of people of, yeah. li- of amazing literary creativity when i say that it just means the place that used to be economically viable and a profit leader that now has been sort of abandoned all right. Well, that makes sense, but it will still exist in some form, right? And will Elon Musk still be owning it in that form? That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying here. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think he will. I think that they're going to kick him out. I think the investors are going to pull out, and that's yeah, going to yeah. be the end of uh, Elon's. Pull out uh, like a young man with his first girlfriend. <laughs> okay. On that note, we will now take a break, and when we come back, holy shit, Trump was apparently not eating after January 6th. So. <laughs> You, you know who they, you know, Well, there wasn't a ketchup in the house anymore. <laughs> I know. But you know who they summoned to help him eat is Kevin McCarthy. 
Oh, Kevin. I don't understand why. And so we're going to talk about that, plus uh, plus uh, this appeals court ruling that has reinstated Trump's gag order in Yay. New York State, right? And Laura Ingram doesn't understand speed limits. We'll get to all No, that. she doesn't. No, it's she's fuck? very confused, yeah. Uh, well, that, being a horse, it's a bit hard to, like, really <laughs> grasp the whole, like, motor vehicle thing. She's still like, I can cross a fence in midair with all my hooves off the ground. I don't understand why I had to manage how fast I do it. Yeah, anyway. Oh, my God. All right, back with more podcast right after these words. Delve into the shadows of the mind. With Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items, too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska! Great Vixen Noir. And a track called I Love You with the letter U substituting for the word you. I love this melody. It's like bubbles underwater. Yeah. You know, like the way she's, she just started. Yeah, she's, she's one of the best. And uh, please go to her Instagram. Go to Instagram, search for Vixen Noir. V I X E N N O I R. 
and follow her on Instagram. totally weird and just play that first bit of the verse again? Yeah, yeah. Hang on. Okay, I'm going to Let's back it up and we'll all be shh. All right, hang on. Here we go. Stand by. Here we go. You saw me How do you like that? It, it yeah. sounds so effortless, but you know it's got to take so much technique to hit those notes exactly right every yeah. single night, yeah. you know? What's her name? Vixen Noir. You got to go support her on Instagram. Merry Christmas, Vixen Noir. We'll come leave notes in your comments. You're amazing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I got a link in the description, of course, to support mm-hmm. Vixen Noir and all the independent recording artists here mm-hmm. on today's show. All right, so uh, Donald Trump was apparently not eating after January 6th, so they summoned... <laughs> Every time he says that, you just crack I know, up. it's so funny. Cody, but why is that hitting your tickle button so oh hard? God, because, duh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let, me, let me try this again, yeah. Donald Trump was apparently not eating after January 6th. <gasps> Funniest thing I've ever read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For how long? I don't know, but I think I think what happened I mean, was, was it like I mean until like one in the morning on the seventh. I mean, yeah, like, I mean I don't literally, know. how long did he not eat? Like for twenty minutes? Yeah, I think his calorie uh, calorie count dropped below four thousand calories, and that constitute not eating for Donald. Trump. It's like me not smoking for like a half an hour when I smoked. Yeah, Ooh, right. I quit smoking for a half an hour. That's right. We found out about this through the January 6th proceedings and a conversation between Liz Cheney and Kevin McCarthy, where they talked about all of this. Let's listen to a CNN reporter reenacting this transcript between Liz Cheney and Kevin McCarthy about Donald Trump not eating. (gasps) (laughs) Cheney, Mar-a-Lago? What the hell, Kevin? Kevin McCarthy, they're really worried. Trump's not eating, so they asked me to come see him. Cheney, what? You went to Mar-a-Lago because Trump's not eating? McCarthy. Wait, pause. Yeah. This is, didn't Joe Namath come to the Brady Bunch and, like, Mr. T come to Different Strokes? Yes! Yes! the kid was uh-huh. acting out, and it was, like, what inspired it, and then he had to fess yep. up to the fact that he wasn't really sick, and he got, is this not this episode of the sitcom? Am I missing something here? Yeah, like, no, Davy right. Jones came by, the Brady Bunch house, too, and, Right, yeah. right, he's totally, like, laying in bed going, I didn't feel well. But what did they think that Kevin McCarthy was going to do for Donald Trump to get him eating again? What I don't understand is that. Kiss his ass? Breastfeed him? Is that what was going to happen? (laughs) Kevin, are you lactating currently? (laughs) Yeah, this is Jody from HR. (laughs) Do we get you down to Mar-a-Lago? I'm going to take him down to storage room B. (sighs) Donald Trump needs a suckle of your zipple? Yeah! (laughs) I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, wait a minute. Is Are that you the doing leaf, some the, I thought, uh, gardening? I thought that was my leaf blower. And, and by my no, leaf blower, I mean... it appeared outside my okay. house suddenly. Yeah. Oh, great. Awesome. Because that's what, that's what I woke up to. The leaf blowers were so loud outside of our building this morning that I could not hear the Stephanie Miller show. And it, it's like the speakers that's are loud. right in front of my face. Yes, they were extraordinarily loud. All right. That is, that is really loud, David. It's right outside the window. I may have to go see what. All right, I can wait, do wait. About it, it just it just sounded like it stopped. It just moved away. Okay, so Donald Trump was so depressed after January sixth. I guess because they didn't hang Mike Pence, 
And yeah. I guess because the coup was unsuccessful, he, he was well, so... He really thought he was going to stay in office, I guess. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. to the point where he just, he wasn't eating. And you can totally tell, man, he's emaciated looking, isn't he? <laughs> he's a skeleton. He must have skipped a whole meal and a snack. <laughs> That's right. He just decided not to put the gravy on the KFC. That's the equivalent of Donald Trump not eating. Oh, he's not putting gravy on his KFC right now? Holy shit, he's not eating. Get Kevin McCarthy down here. Here comes the train into the tunnel. Open wide. There you go. He's treating him like a baby, like a big, whiny diaper baby. You think that they would... Jake Tapper called that uh, recounting malarkey. I don't know. I don't understand what happened. Anyway, so meantime, speaking of uh, Donald Trump, a New York State appeals court has reinstated Trump's gag order. Yeah! And the uh, Judge Engeron fraud trial, which Donald Trump has already lost, by the way, just after this uh, gag order was reinstated. Donald Trump went all over Troth Central, and by went, I mean took a giant dump all over Troth Central and started going after uh, Judge Engeron's wife and his son in a series of several different Troths on... Troth, Truth, Central. Yeah. They apparently found some account that they're claiming is Judge Engeron's wife's account on Twitter, where she's posting AI memes of Donald Trump sitting in prison. And apparently this is supposed to be Judge Engeron's wife, but Judge Engeron's wife has disavowed the account and the account does not exist on Twitter. So if you go and try to find this particular Twitter account, it's not there. I guess the people, the Red Hats on Troth Central aren't really investigating that it's, oh, it's not really his wife, and also it's not a real account either. Mm-hmm. So, and this is after the gag order. So yeah. Donald Trump is threatening these people, and these are threats. He's, he wants his Red Hat minion to go after all these people, including the, the clerk, including Judge Engeron's family, including Letitia James's family, including Letitia James herself, including Judge Egeron himself, like there was ever any question as to whether or not there should be a gag order is absolutely insane. This should be a no-brainer because someone is going to get killed. Are we going to wait for yep. that eventuality? I mean, you know my position on this. I am really, I'm hard line on gagging Donald Trump in the context of these trials. I don't care what the fuck he's doing or what he's running for. He is in danger. No, I mean, I think he's just been it's pre-trial, like uh, internment era, inside a tub of acid, yeah. like one of those big eighty-gallon barrels, and whatever's left after we get to, you know, when he pour it out in the jury box, yeah, or the you know the witness box. I just right, uh, right. He, and like I said, he's like the Deepwater Horizon disaster. Yeah, like every minute he's out there, he's pumping millions of gallons of toxic gunk yeah. into the media discourse, and it's disgusting. Exactly. Well, meantime, he uh, tried to illegally move millions and millions of dollars into his personal account from the Trump Organization account. So this is uh, in violation of the rules for this particular trial that he's got to be babysat and he can't uh, do anything with his assets uh, to hide them or to move money around. And that's exactly what he's done. He is daring Judge Engeron to take serious action in all of this. He wants there to be something, or he wants to see how far he can go before he's snapped back. So the question now is whether or not he's going to be snapped back, whether or not he's going to be penalized for this. And he has to be. 
He has to be. Because he's just, the next time, he's going to go even further. This is what he does. There's precedent for it. This is not some mystery as to how Donald, what's he going to do next? I don't know. Is he going to zig or is he going to zag? We know exactly what Donald Trump is going to do. The, somebody said the other day on Stephanie's show, it's like Pat Paulson, who ran for president for how many years? Yeah. And he never got on a ballot. Mm-hmm. And so technically, Donald Trump is just running. Yeah. Like Pat Paulson did. So why we are treating him as if it's viable until he's on the until he gets the fucking nomination? Yeah. Why are we treating him like anybody other than uh, Cornell West? Yeah. Or yeah. the guy that's blowing the leaves by David's house? Why are we treating him any different? <laughs> I know. I, I tried. He wouldn't even like. I couldn't even catch his eye. Yeah. I, I don't know if you. I, I went to go see. If wow, that's know. loud. I'm. I, I'm potting you I'm way down. Just drop dude. out until he's done. Okay. Well, no, no, you stay on, stay on, stay on. I'm just going to keep your volume down low, low, low. This is a perfect show so far, isn't it? Um, Isn't it, though? It's really fun. Yeah. Um, So, meantime, uh, network news coverage of Donald Trump using the term vermin is far less than the network news coverage of Hillary Clinton's use of the word deplorables. Yep. Yeah. I mean, by a lot. Oh, my God. I've got... David almost turned all the way down. I'm just, I'm going to turn him all the way down. Uh, Oh, I can hear him. So, according to this new study, broadcast cable and print outlets have given Donald Trump calling his enemies vermin a tiny fraction of the coverage they gave Hillary Clinton's uh, 2016 remark calling some Trump supporters deplorables. ABC News, the amount of coverage for deplorables was about 20 minutes total. Mm Mm-hmm. And again, this is ABC Network News. So 20 minutes total of coverage of uh, deplorables. One minute of coverage of vermin on ABC News. CBS, 13 minutes of coverage of deplorables. Less than one minute of coverage of vermin. 21 minutes of coverage on NBC News for deplorables. And two minutes of coverage for vermin. On NBC News. So they wonder why we're going with the weighted coverage, the weighted favorable coverage of Donald Trump. The enemies of the people, the people who Donald Trump will go after first, arrest first, are the people giving him all kinds of deference. And I guess that makes sense. Are they kissing his ass because they don't want to be arrested? He's going to do it anyway. Maybe. Yeah. But the thing is, yeah, he's he's absolutely going to do it anyway. So, all right, let me let me. I'm going to check in with David here. David, I'm here. I'm here. (laughs) Wow, it's still there. My microphone. Oh yeah, I'll let you know. All right, yeah, that's still loud. Bye. This is a fun show. Okay. We're going to take a short break and come back. It is a show. I know. Uh, All right. When we come back, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Laura Ingram not understanding speed limits and traffic laws. No shit. Oh, my God. Plus, Jake Tapper completely hammered Jim Jordan about Hunter Biden on CNN the other day. And uh, we're going to talk about who's going to be playing young Donald Trump in this uh, movie that's supposed to be coming out. And And he's too good looking to play Donald Trump, by the way. I don't get it. I don't get why they're making a movie about Donald Trump. (laughs) Because that's all he needs, right? Right. I guess if it's unfavorable, that'll be okay. All right, sure. I think he will do that. One last break. We'll come back and uh, wrap up the show right after these words. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bob Seska plays more music. The Metal Birds. Yeah. Love these guys. This song called Shy Girl. Another single from this year. Premiered on this show. Link in the description, of course, to support The Metal Birds and also Vixen Noir at BobSuska.com. Find this episode dated 11-30-23. Click that link, scroll on down, and there it is. All the links you need to get these songs into your record collection right now. Go do it. Okay, so before we wrap up the show, got a few more things here we want to talk about. Uh, Laura Ingram, this jumped out to me as being just empty outrage for the sake of outrage. Laura Ingram is freaked out by cars that apparently won't allow the drivers to speed. Right. Right. And she thinks this is unconstitutional. Like that. <laughs> right? Is, da- is uh, David, let me see if David's back. Yeah, that Yeah, I just was sticking my head back in the room. Wow. It's man. still there. It's like they're in your house with you. That's incredible. God damn it. It's, you know what? It's laziness. People don't want to pick up a goddamn rake. <laughs> That's my old man get off my lawn rant for now. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm going to turn down David again. All right. So Laura Ingram on her show said, now what you just saw is already a reality in some European cars. She's talking about uh, uh, speed limits on the odometer mm-hmm. so you can't go faster than the speed limit. And will be in all new European cars starting in 2024. It can only go so fast. And you know that since Democrats love the EU, they love Europe. They always want to be in Europe. <laughs> yes, I'm sitting here and I'm like, shit, why can't I be in Europe right now? And you know, what? That's, that's not too far from the truth, actually. Um, she said they want to do the same thing here in the United States. But there's there's no indication that these car manufacturers are going to implement the same thing in the United States. She's just saying, well, no. they're doing it in the EU, and liberals love the so. EU, so it's going to happen here. Forget your cost. Yeah, if we were if we were really into the EU, we would have universal health care. For right. fuck's sake, I know. So she says, forget your constitutional rights; those can be damned. Even your movement controlled. You know what's interesting here is there are no constitutional rights in the European Union, 
at least in no. terms of the American Constitution, the U.S. Constitution, <laughs> doesn't apply to the EU. Second of all, here in the United States, we have something called speed limits. Let's say if you yeah. go faster than this particular speed, we can pull you over and fine you for going fast. You know, she's like, it's her whole thing. It's freedom. Well, dude, you're still not free to go faster than the fucking speed limit, exactly. dumb fuck. Oh, my God. There are signs on the road that say, this is the speed limit. You can't go faster than this speed. Otherwise, you will be sanctioned. <laughs> but she believes yeah. that just p- putting a limit on the odometer but th- yeah. where the f- car cannot physically go faster, than the- that's, that's unconstitutional. For right. Europeans on European roads. Okay. Doesn't make any mm-hmm. goddamn sense. They're just really reaching for shit to be outraged about. And wait till you hear what Jesse Waters is outraged about. It's, uh, we're going to play that clip on the uh, Shadow Docket here coming up uh, on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Show. It is absolutely ludicrous, but it's also funny because you know that if Laura Ingram is talking about odometers that won't go past a certain speed, and this is some sort of trespass against the Constitution, you know that they've got nothing else. You know right. that they're reaching and they're struggling. They're trying desperately to find something to talk about. Because, well, because Biden's old, so that's all they got. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So meantime, Jake Tapper hammered Jim Jordan about Hunter Biden. I thought this was an entertaining clip. So let's play a little bit of this. This they were I guess they were talking about uh, you know, obviously the investigation into Hunter Biden and uh, Jake Tapper made sure to emphasize Jim Jordan's hypocrisy in all of this. The things you really think the American people are like, wait a minute. So Rudy Giuliani, the president's private lawyer, had a conversation. I think with the that, that was oh my god, that was a bunch of word salad from Jim Jordan here. Here, let's try that again. You really think the American people are like, wait a minute. So Rudy Giuliani, the president's private lawyer, had a conversation I think that you can't. What auction is he doing? Accusations and allegations about, about, about Hunter facts. Biden. I didn't level. I just said the facts. He, did he it get paid not, 50000 a month? He was paid by a foreign company. Yeah. He was paid by Burisma. But Joe Biden was trying to get a, a, a prosecutor who was not pursuing corruption fired. It yep. was supporting. It's amazing that it was gymnastics you guys will go through to defend what you Sir, really it's think. Not the gymnastics, vice it's the vice facts. The vice president and I would think States. somebody who's been accused of things in the last year or two would be more facts. sensitive about throwing out wild allegations. I'm not throwing people. out wild. Like, I'm throwing out the facts. You're, you're, uh, the the what the what, prosecutor. Uh, what, uh, what, uh, what, what Jim Jordan means by throwing out the facts is he's actually taking the facts and throwing them in the garbage and keeping all the right. bullshit. Right. That's that's what he means. Just to clarify, Jim Jordan speak was not pursuing corruption. That's why the entire West wanted him fired, including anti-corruption activists in Ukraine. I don't understand what you don't get about that. All right. You got to hand it to Jake Tapper on that one. Not bad. And that's exactly this is just a, a game for the rubes. They don't have to have yep. any substance there. All they got to do is say, hey, look, Joe Biden, Ukraine, Hunter, corrupt investigator in yeah. Ukraine. And, and that's all they need. It doesn't have to be, be- yeah. based on any actual wrongdoing whatsoever, as long as there's the sense of wrongdoing, the patina of wrongdoing. All right, let, mm-hmm. David, are you there? Let's check in with David and see if the leaf blowers have gone away. Oh, oh no, okay, <laughs> God damn it. Oh, my God, it's worse than our neighbors across the street. You know, that is, <gasps> that is fucking noise pollution is what that is. That is oh, absolutely no, Bob, obscene. Yeah. We have neighbors who have this set of gardeners 
and the guy is here for like three hours. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it used to happen on the after party all the time when Kimberly and I lived in California. There'd be a leaf blower show up outside our window <laughs> right in the middle of the goddamn show. It's so loud that it feels like it's in the room with you. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. So what also is ridiculous is somehow Sebastian Stan is going to play young Donald Trump. Uh, he's way too good looking to play Donald Trump. See, I'm with you. <laughs> That's Leaf right, blower yeah. guy. <gasps> oh my God. Let's see here. Sebastian Stan, we know Sebastian. He played Tommy Lee for God's sake. How is the guy who played Tommy Lee also going to play Donald Trump? I'm hoping this is not uh, favorable to, I hope this is not favorable to Trump, this movie. I don't think it will be. Do you think? Um, here's the, uh, hmm. <laughs> I don't know who's writing it. I don't yeah. know what the slant of it. I assume it's not going to be favorable to his parents. Yeah, yeah. Um, which might make him look sympathetic. Yeah. It's, uh, um, it's a but movie. Sebastian Stan is playing him as an adult, so it might start in the 80s. Yeah. It's a, a movie called The Apprentice. It's uh, a new film from Khan Prize-winning Iranian filmmaker Ali Abbasi, who made the movie Holy Spider. All right. Also aboard the film in major roles are Emmy and Golden Globe winner Jeremy Strong from Succession, mm -hmm. Oscar nominee. Oh, he's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, Maria Bakalova. She was in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Also the Borat movie. Wasn't she in that? Yeah, I don't think this is going to be some uh, love letter to Trump in any way, shape or form. So we'll see. Well, I, you know, I was skeptical of Sebastian Stan playing Tommy Lee. And then I saw him playing Tommy Lee and I was like, well, oh, that's pretty good. So anyway, um, he was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, we'll wrap up here. Some good news about reproductive rights in Florida. Yep. A, a majority of Florida voters now support uh, an amendment to the Florida Constitution to keep abortion legal. So that's a that's a really big deal. It, and so a majority of Florida voters say they would vote yes on a constitutional amendment ensuring abortion access until fetal viability at around 24 weeks. According to a new poll, we're talking about 60%, which is a super majority. Even among uh, registered Republicans, 53% would vote to protect abortion rights in Florida with just 39% voting no. I wish those people, those Republicans, would also vote against Ron DeSantis, too. But, you know, we can't have everything. The University of North Florida polled uh, Florida voters and found 62% support the amendment, 29% are opposed to it, with a 4.37% margin of error. So there you go. Great news. Great news. Maybe this will uh, be the portend of some positive news for next year's election, too. Fingers crossed, right? All right. Uh, Shadow Docket is coming up next. How's, uh, let's see how David is doing. Let's see. I'm here. Well, I don't, I don't hear it. It's gone. It, it sounds like away, it's gone. Yes. All right, right at, the, right at the end of the show. Perfect. Perfect timing. Absolutely. <laughs> Remind me to send a gift basket to the uh, leaf blower guy. Okay. <laughs> Thanks so much for stopping by. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Shadow Docket's coming up next. Among other things, go fuck yourself, Henry Kissinger. We'll talk about yeah. that a little bit. The loss. I have a nice story about him, though. Oh, okay. Do we, can we do, like, Advent shadow dockets? Do we have enough time to do, like, one? No? 
What? I don't know what you're talking like about. Like an advent of shadow dockets, like four, where we like light a candle and. and <laughs> do you guys didn't have advent calendars? Oh in yes, your I church? did. I don't understand how it applies to the shadow docket, but we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it on the uh, shadow docket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, also, uh, uh, a shitty decision by MSNBC. We'll talk about that. And uh, let's see what else here. Oh, Jesse Waters, outraged about the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard in your life. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's coming up next. Patreon.com slash Bob Show. See you over there, folks. Bye-bye.